Greeting you with the Holy Word's peace. I see uh, we, we got what our dress code, you can wear anything, your team. See a lot of red in here. See some of you are hanging around and some of us uh, have a wish list. Well, but I'm clean with my Green Bay Packers stuff on up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we have a good time in here. We love that. One of the things that we've been talking about is know yourself. Right. Selves. There's more to you than one thing. You, you see, and, and Jesus, he said to us, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. You got a heart. You got a mind. You got a soul. And you got a spirit. And we've done the other. The mind, the mind is what we're going to do today. You have a mind, all right? And the mind, there used to be a thing in a commercial, the Negro College is what they called it then, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And see, there is a, a proverb that you ought to read. The proverb says, a man that doesn't want instructions is a fool. That's what it says. Now, I didn't say that. That's what the proverb says. A man that doesn't want instructions is a fool. That's what the proverb says. And so sometimes we get caught up in the church and uh, we don't want to hear what's being said because we don't want anyone to tell us or to give us any instruction. Well, the Bible said that's a fool. You see, we want instructions and uh, we have instructors. It's just like counselor done an awesome job on Saturday. So counselor, if, if you have a problem and I believe in it, you go to a counselor and a counselor will help you to figure out what you think about you. That's what they do. They usually help you to think, figure out what you think about you, where it happened, how it happened, this. And see, so I could never be that type of counselor because they have to wait kind of a long time and go through a lot of stuff before they get to the issues. Well, that's okay. I'm more of an instructor. So you go to the counselor, then you go to the instructor after the counselor and you figure out what you need and the instructor tells you how to deal with the next step of your life. And then Paul and Lynn pray for you. So you get you figure it out here, you get it over here, and then you get prayer. So we got it covered in here. We want to talk about the mind. What you watch and what you listen to can affect your mind in ways that's unbelievable. Now, you got to stay with me and get up here, people. Uh, I'm 76 years old, okay? So when I was a little kid, I wanted to be Hopalong Cassidy. You can stay with me. Or the Long Ranger, because you know you played cowboys, right? And you and we sometimes we'd go out and, and the, out in I lived in the country, get in the trees, and we'd be Tarzan. Are you get, are you feeling me? All of them are white folks. Because that's what was all on TV. But it affects us in a way that that's who you wanted to be. And then, you know, later on, things change. And I think in the 80s or 90s, that hip hop thing came in. And people wanted to be, was it easy? What's the name? Easy somebody? Somebody, somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah they want to be one of them. One of them. Yeah. 
Now, 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 I didn't say Tupac because he was a genius. But so, yeah, I didn't say he was a genius. So, I, so, but they wanted to be. That's what they, you know. The movie came out. Now, stay with me because I'm trying. The movie came out, Boys in the Hood. And, you, and if you ever notice in the movie Boys in the Hood, everybody's trying to be Boys in the Hood, but in the movie Boys in the Hood, we're only killing each other. Stay with me now. Stay with me. So you had a generation dealing with that. Out of Compton, remember that? Who was killing? People were killing each other. That's when the gangs and all the things were coming. So what I'm trying to get you to deal with, and then let's get, that's usually guys, let's get on the women. Now, some of y'all look, most of y'all are young in here. There was a time there was somebody called Twiggy. Remember that? Everybody wanted to be Twiggy or whatever her name was. Everybody wanted to be that, right? And so, and then you got other, and uh, uh, that passed, and then the African-American uh, thing came, all the songs came out of Big Leg Woman. Come on, come on here, come on. That, yeah. You see, y'all laughing, and I'm looking at you laughing, because some of you all are dressing like the cultures have got you dressing today, because you're following the culture instead of who you are. All right? So I'm trying to get you to understand this, what you listen to, and, and, and affects you, and what you look at affects you, right? Are y'all with me? And so we, you see, uh, that's why over here in Christ Temple North, the instructor wants us to really get it. A lot of you have uh, a new heart. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? You ain't gonna make it. Because you got an old head. Let me get out here and say this. Here. You know, some folks ain't going to make it. They got a new heart, but they got an old head. You see, so what's happening is your heart's right, but your head's wrong. And so you, you, you ever try what they call a New Year's resolution? You ain't going to make it because you got an old head. You understand? And so what we're trying to do in here, figure this thing out. We, we want to make some, be transformed into the image of Christ. Uh -huh. That's why we come to this church. All right. All right? So, so we go, but you can't change until your way of processing changes. You got to get it out of your head. So who's in your head? And sometimes the worst person that can be in your head is you. Yes. All right? Because, and then some of you are too easily influenced by other people and they in your head, right? And so whatever the culture has, We've changed so much in, in the African American. I was in, what were we then? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it was Negroes first or colored first, but anyway, one of them. We went from Negroes to colored to uh, African, Afro-Americans, that's Muhammad, uh, all right? And now we are, everybody is people of color. So each one of those dispensations were like that. And so, you know, each person, uh, it's funny, uh, how we, now stay with me and don't get, this is not racist, it's just a fact. And then in my day, they used to have a thing that, a cream that would help you get lighter. No, that's fake. Some of you older folks know what I'm talking about. There's a cream to help you get lighter. And, and so black folks was putting this cream in to get lighter, and white folks was putting a, a cream in under the sun to get darker. Oh, you see what I'm saying? So, every, so what that means is everybody, nobody was pleased with who they were. 
You see? Y'all, you with me? You see, so what we want to do here, we, your culture is not, your culture is going to change. But there's one thing that doesn't change. It's Christ. And the Bible tells us, uh, see, Satan wants you to follow your culture. See, he wants, he, he loves TV. I don't understand it. Don't get mad at me. I'm just a messenger. When you have children that have TVs in their bedrooms, you don't know what they're looking at until they start acting out. Yeah. And then sometimes adults do the same thing. They start acting out what they see. Does that make sense? You know? And you know, so it, it affects us it affects us a lot, a lot. We love it. It's just like I want uh, you all to really um, support me today, okay? Like you do Mahomes. All right, so, <laughs> so I should be getting support because you can call me. Right, amen. You can call me. Plus, my ankle's good, but so you, you can call me. Uh, so, 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 yeah, so, so you, you can call me. You see where I'm coming from? Are you with me? Are you feeling me? <laughs> you see, uh, and, and you know, uh, my, my, you know, so we, we have fun with these things, but look at us. I wonder why, why we need, what we're going to do one day. I want, we're going to have a Jesus day and see how many of us are wearing stuff with Jesus on. Now, I got my package stuff on, you know that, but I'm just saying, all right? Let's get back to our point. It's culture. Who's in your head? What's in your head? Counselor would tell you that there are people that are struggling in their 40s and 50s and 60s with somebody that was in they said something that's still in their head when they were four and five, six years old. We got to change that. Little girl, I can't think of Roderick and Katrina's little daughter's name. Alani. She came up to me and, and she's a sweetheart. She looks you right in the face. Pastor? I said, what, huh? She said, guess what I learned today? Just what you do as a head. I said, what did you learn? She said, self-control. Last Sunday. She was pleased and excited that her Sunday school class taught her self-control and she wasn't embarrassed about it. Come on. We can learn something in church and we ain't going to tell anybody because we don't sometimes want them to know we're Christians or we go to church or do we want to offend anybody, but not her. So this week, you're going to say, our pastor taught us about the mind of Christ. Let's go to work. Now, Satan doesn't want you. He does not want you to know who you are in Christ. He doesn't want you to do that. How many of y'all watch the football games? Most of you. There ain't no commercial telling you to be who you are. You say, they don't make money. They don't make money if you're satisfied with you. You see, there's nothing wrong with doing some things. But hear what I'm saying. I was going to read it, but I'll let you read it. Go ahead. All right. 
2 Corinthians 4, verse 3 and 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world, Satan... Who's the God of this world? Satan. He wants you to be what? He wants you to be lost. That's right. All right? Hath blinded the minds of oh. them which believe not. He's blinded the minds of them that don't believe. Wow. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. That's what Jesus said. That's in the red. Is but Satan wants to go. He wants to blind your mind because he doesn't want you to think like Christ thinks. He doesn't want you to believe in this gospel. So he wants to blind you. Are you with me? Now, he don't mind you going to church having a good time, but he don't want you getting anything that's going to help change your life. Right. People tell me, I'm tired of, we had a good time today at church. I said, really? What did you learn? You see? If I want to have, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Keep going, please. Again, Satan hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. He doesn't want them believing in God or the image of Christ will shine on them. You see, he doesn't want you to walk in the light of Christ. He don't want you to be Christ-like. So he does everything he can to blind you. You see where I'm coming from? Yes, because if he can do that, then he can control. I talk all the time about men. The situation in this country, the way it is, is because of the men not the women, it's the men. You cut off the head, you blind the head, the body will, won't find its way. And we look in this, I think last night somebody shot and killed 10 people and wounded 10 at a nightclub somewhere. We look at, it wasn't no woman. There's not women doing massive shootings. It's men. So he goes after the men. He says, if I can get the men and blind the men and, and they don't know who Christ is, then Satan will take over and then they will leave their homes. They won't take care of their children. They won't take care of their families and they'll destroy each other. If I can do that, so I want to keep them blind because I'm going to give them reasons not to go to church because, you know, and you hear this all the time, uh, I don't want to go to church because all they want is your money. That's why we don't take an offering up in here because we don't want no mad money. Yeah, we don't want no mad money in here. We want glad money. And it's out there in that box. You can go buy it and nobody sells. And then the other thing is said, I don't want to go to church because, you know, they in there all day. Well, we're only in here an hour and 15 minutes because I, that's what we do here because we don't want any excuses in here. You know, I had, to, I had to fix it and say that, remember, in the summertime I said it was warm and we needed to start church early. So it's cooler, but in my head, I had to figure it out that I was not going to change back because most of us like football, and the first kickoff is at 12.05, not 12 o'clock, <laughs> it's at 12.05. So if we get out early, I ain't got any men in here doing... <laughs> because that's what Satan wants us to do. He wants us worried about what's, what time the game is, what's going on, because he wants to blind us, and he doesn't want to educate us just to get an education. Because if we educate ourselves and we start walking like Christ, then we'll start being responsible as men. And if we're responsible as men, then women won't have to take two parts. You see what I'm saying? 
And if you come to church and I don't upset you, I get upset. You ought to, not, you ought to come to church and say, I didn't like what pastor said, but it's the truth anyhow. Right? Come on, men. We got the man up in here, right? There's a book called The Kingdom Man, but at the top it says, Kingdom Man, Kingdom Man, then at the top it says, Woman's Dream. Some of us men are studying that. We want to be kingdom men, and then we can have kingdom wives and kingdom children. But it starts at the head. We don't want to be blind men up in here, or women. But it starts at the head. Okay? I don't know why I'm Now let's turn to Romans 8, starting at verse 5. And Romans 8 is very, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of, do the things of the spirit. Mm -hmm. What are you after? Are you after to satisfy your flesh? Are you after to satisfy your spirit? The spirit, excuse me, the big one. You need to ask yourself that. Mm -hmm. Who are you trying to satisfy? Your flesh or God? You see? There's a thing, man, you love me? Say yes. Because yes. I don't want you to die and not love me because you won't make it in. Okay. <laughs> you you, you, you got to love me. Love the things of the Spirit, and God will anoint your household. Right. You love the things of the flesh, it won't work. Right. Someone will come in your household and have more power than you. Mm-hmm. Satan will see to that. Okay, and I'm not talking about a physical thing. I'm talking about a spiritual thing. I love Sister Gwen sometimes calls me pastor in the house because she's wanting some spiritual. She wants the shepherd, me to shepherd her. And so I'll say such and such, it means such and such, and such and such. Sometimes she needs husband. That's a different guy. You see, wisdom comes from the spirit. Teaching me how to be a husband is knowledge. comes from the book. If I don't know this, I can't be that. Because this is the instructions. All right? Did you, okay. I, I, I lifted it up. I don't Verse know 6. Okay. For to be carnally minded is death. Stuff. Carnally. How many, don't say, don't raise your head, but how many have you been carnal-minded and it killed your finances? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how many have you been carnal-minded, huh? And you let somebody in your life that destroyed your life. All right? But to be spiritual-minded is a life of peace. There's peace in your house. There's peace in your spirit. You can't get that being carnal-minded because carnal-minded people can't get enough. See, they get a house, then they want a bigger one. Then they get that one, then they want a bigger one than that one. They get a car, they want a bigger one. And a big because they're carnal-minded. You see, and they're trying to satisfy themselves with stuff. And we read about them all the time, how many, they got everything. Then we find out they commit suicide. They got everything. Then we find out they're drug addicts. Their flesh never gets satisfied. You can't satisfy the flesh. All right.
right? right. Am I doing all right? So if you want a mind of peace, you got to get that carnal-minded stuff out. If you want a house of peace, you got to get that carnal-minded stuff out. You see, wasn't that great to look at all of those people in the chief stadiums? How many families are going to suffer because daddy spent all that money to get a seat? How many uh, spouses got abused because somebody came home drunk? Look at me. I can't think. Of it. Denver was playing in the Super Bowl. When Denver played in the Super Bowl, they knew domestic violence would be sky high. And they said it does every year. So they opened over a game, carnal-minded. I love wearing my Green Bay stuff, but Aaron Rodgers, it's, he's, he's, he could care less about me. So, so, so we even. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Because carnal-minded, there's what? Is enmity against God. It's against God. Carnal-minded is against God. Mm-hmm. It's against God. All right, keep going. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. That's why some of these people you're talking to and we're talking about, they can't be. They don't, Satan is blind them. They don't know the law of God. So they can't. There are people tell you, they say, I can't help myself. They're not lying. You're lying when you say, yeah, you can. They're not saved. They're carnal-minded. Their mind is dark. And they choose not to do better. So they're telling you the truth. I can't do any better. Okay? So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. When you're in the flesh, you can't please God. Because the flesh is greedy. Y'all know that. We've all been it. You see? But we didn't stay in it, I hope. But the flesh is very greedy. The flesh is me first, everybody else second. All right. I went to um, church years ago. I can't think of the little town we was at. Uh, Only Gwen and the Ponders would know it. It's down in, yeah. Yes, in Lexington. It was a Baptist church. And and y'all know me, you know. So they was going to feed everybody. That's what you do after that. It's going to feed everybody. And the place was small down there where we was at. And they had a place for the pastor and the deacons. And I said, we don't do that. We don't do that. I said, let the women sit first. Because there's not enough room. And of course, you know, the pastors and the deacons were not upset. They were upset at Pastor Fields. Yeah. No, that's a true story. I was right, but I never got invited back. You see, some of them didn't eat anyway. Go ahead. Let's turn to Ephesians 4. Are y'all with me? I'm trying to get you to understand. Get, listen to me. If you're not there, be careful that you don't let somebody who's there in your life. Don't allow your sons to be the corner-minded guy. 
Don't allow your daughters to be this. Your, ne- your grandkids to be this. Your nephews, your nieces to be this. It's your responsibility to teach them. The reason that these kids are going berserk is because nobody's teaching them in the household how to live a Christian life. Back, go ahead. Back in the day, how many of you watch, you watch TV? Watch the Martin Luther King marches and the Malcolm X, all those. There were men. But guess what? Their boys were there with them and their daughters were there with them. Watch it now. And see who's there. Think about it. There's a lady in this city. If I had a lot of money, I'd donate her a lot of money. The one that helps all of the families that has a son or daughter that gets uh, killed. I can't think of her name, but she... Whoever you see, you ever seen a bunch of men with her? That's my point. We're failing here. If you fail here, you'll fail here. All right? Not very popular message, huh? Yeah. I was popular enough in high school to carry me through. <laughs> Keep going. Verse 22 You were taught with regard to your former way of life. Wow. To put off your old self. What are you doing walking around with your old self? New heart, old head. Supposed to get away from that old self. Get out of there. Get rid of your old self has to go. Because it's been corrupted. It's deceitful. You see, I'm going to drop to 23, I'll read it. You know what we need to do? We need to be made a new attitude in your mind. That's right. Got to have a new attitude in your mind. Folks don't like Jews. They don't like Asians. They don't like people of color. They don't like white folks. They don't like gay folks, straight folks. Don't like something. You see? Bad attitudes. Right here. Are you with me? I don't want to fail in this church as being a teacher of life. I call this, people call it the Bible, I call it the commentary of life. And I don't want to fail at that. All right? Read 23 again, please. To be made new in the attitude of your minds. You got an old head, old self, you got an old attitude. Until that becomes new, you can't be who God wants you to be. All right, here we go. And as it says in Proverbs 23 and 7, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. I'm going to ask you. Who are you? Some of you in here, I'm, I'm going to be a, a bad guy. Let me see how smart you are. Can I come down here? Say yes. Yes. Because I'm coming down. Y'all ain't worth nothing. Somebody tell me something. Nah, tell me something. I ain't in the Bible. Tell me I ain't worth nothing. I'm worth a whole lot. I was bought with a price. Gospel. Learn it. Read it. Put it in your spirit. What's wrong with you? 
Get out of your head. I was bought with a price. According to the book, Jesus Christ gave his life for me, and I was bought with a price. You see? I'm somebody. When God sent his only begotten son to die for me, I'm somebody. Are y'all with me? Give God a hand clap for doing that. This is what you tell your children. This is what, there's no insecure, of course, I never was very insecure anyway, but there's no insecure. And so what I'd done was got in the gospel and that uh, uh, natural insecurity, got that out of the way and stepped into holy boldness. I was bought with a price. That's worth something. How can you not be worth nothing if God sent his only begotten son to die for you? How can you not be worth something? You see? I used to joke all the time, but I really wasn't joking. I said, when God created Johnny Chesterfield Jr., you said, ooh, that was good. But anyway, <laughs> no, I play a lot and joke a lot. There's a lot of meat in what I just said. Nobody's like you. Satan doesn't want you to be the you that God wants you to be. Right. Counselor told us something yesterday. We all here for a purpose. Amen. Every one of you are here for a purpose. Yeah. And Satan wants to blind you and steal your purpose. Because your purpose may not be to be, your purpose may be to birth a president, a governor, a doctor, a lawyer. Your purpose may be right in here that somebody in here is going to find a cure for cancer. She's sitting and he's sitting somewhere. It's your purpose. What's your purpose? You see? Satan wants to blind you, tell you you don't have a purpose. Yeah, you do. But you don't understand. Yeah, I do. Satan's lying to you and he's blind you. I understand. You have a purpose. All right? Well, I'll help you with this a little bit. So I don't have to try to dress like anybody else, look like anybody else, dance like anybody else, because I knew who I am in Christ. Here we go. Romans 12 and 2. And never forget what I'm getting ready to teach you. From the Passion, stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you. Why are you trying to live up to somebody else's opinion of you? What are you doing? Thank you. Quit it. You see, you should let very few people, you need some people to hold you accountable. Why do you care if somebody doesn't like the way you look, the way you talk? You see, your size, your color. What are you doing? Okay, this is the book. Go ahead. Be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. When you walk out of this here, the Holy Spirit's going to transform you the way you think. You ought to walk in your job tomorrow and people think, what's wrong with you? Saying, everything that's wrong with me is gone. I'm walking like this because everything that's right with me. You see, it doesn't matter what I think about you what you think about me, it only matters what you, what I think about you. I like that. Stop. 
Sounds like I should have wrote that. Stop. What's wrong with you? <laughs> right. And you've ever seen some, and here's what gets me sometimes. You can get somebody who has absolutely nothing going for them. We'll try to talk somebody down that's got everything going for them. And this one will believe it. You see? And, and, and you know, ladies, got to talk to your ladies. Yes. You, know, you know, guys, when you, when you have a standard of being a lady and having yourself together, they try to, they got a name for you. Because they're the devil. And they're blind. And they can't see who you are. So next time they do it, it says, you don't know the Holy Ghost. Because if you knew the Holy Ghost, you wouldn't talk to me like that. You would ask me where I got what I got and follow me to get it. Do that. Oh, yeah, I know that's right. We'll have a better time next week. Maybe. All right, here we go. <laughs> this transformation will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life. You go, God's will is for you to live what kind of life? Beautiful life. Satisfying. What kind of life? Beautiful life. Read it again. Beautiful life. Live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. That's who you're trying to satisfy. I don't want you to ever be again. You go to Christ up and off, even a visitor. If you're a visitor and you came today, you didn't come because you wanted God wanted you here for a reason. This is for everybody up in here. Never, ever again will we allow someone to shame us because they don't have the right or the power to shame us. Period. And again, from the voice puts it this way, do not allow this world to mold you into its own image. So they got a thing how you're supposed to look, and they want to mold you into its own image. They make money. Now, if you want to do it because you can, but I'm not doing If you want to do it because of you, because they got all this kind of Botox and all this kind of stuff going on. Now, ain't nothing wrong with it. No, 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 no. If you want to do it because for you, but I ain't doing it because somebody else thinks I need it. You see, I dress the way I dress because I dress because I dress like I want to dress because me. I look in the mirror, I'm satisfied. I could care less what anybody else thinks. Right? right? You see what I'm saying? You got to get that. And you know what bothers me? There'll be people sitting in this church and you're going to have children. This is the message you need to tell your children here. Now, I can say this, that my kids are borderline arrogant. If they take another step over, they'd be over that other end because they will tell you in a hurry who they are. They came up household like that. I've always told my kids, don't let nobody, nobody put you down or put you back. You're who you are. Period. You see? Instead, be transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. Be transformed from the inside out by what? Renewing your mind. Y'all ain't nothing. Yes. Let somebody, you must go to Christ Temple North and listen to that preacher over there. Keep, keep, keep going. You got to say that. You got to mean that. Please. And as a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. Now, don't raise your hand because people get in your business. Wouldn't that have been right if some of you 
that went through a whole lot of divorces and breakups and mess ups. Let's get into that scripture. You could discern, because see, unless you, you don't have the Holy Spirit, you can't discern who he is or she is. But we can discern what's good for us and what's complete for us. All right, here's, here it is. Let me tell you, you'll like this part. King James. Here's how it works. I got it now, okay? okay? Philippians, I live this. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. That's where you got to have the mind of Christ. And the voice says? Adopt the mindset of Jesus. Adopt the mindset of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's right. And live with his attitude in your hearts. Live with Jesus' attitude in your heart. Mm -hmm. Jesus is cool. You know what he said? Love thy neighbor as who? So who you got to love first? Remember I say this and y'all laugh? I ain't really joking, but they laugh. Uh, so, some of y'all, I wouldn't want to love me. The way you living yourself. <laughs> I want somebody to love themselves. Because if you don't love me like you love yourself, you, you all blessed, you know why? Because I love me some Johnny Fields. <laughs> Get what I'm talking about? Are y'all where I'm talking about? This is the Bible. Love yourself then you can love others. If a person, let me tell you something, for you young people, or you people dating somebody, the first thing you need to do is look how that person takes care of themselves. If they can't take care of themselves, they ain't gonna take care of you. Physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, I want, you wanna know if that person loves themselves. Because if they love themselves, all right, then they can love me. But if they can't love themselves, they can't love me. That's the gospel, because it said, you're supposed to love yourself first, you love me. Because a man or a woman that loves themselves will not abuse another person. Amen. What? And the passion puts it this way. Consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. His mindset become your motivation. Who's your mindset? Jesus. Who motivates you? Jesus. You're going to walk out of this church and never again feel insecure, ever. You don't care what anybody says about you because they don't motivate you. Because you have the mindset of, mindset of Christ. Isn't that right? You feel good about yourself this morning? Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Try. You see? And so from now on, from this day on, never again, never again. Don't date lower than yourself. Amen. Discern who you're putting in your life. If somebody else, you watch what they watch. You watch what they eat. If they ain't taking care of themselves, they're not going to take care of you. I'm going to talk to these young folks in here. I stay on them all the time. Let me tell you something. Uh, the Isaacs, y'all been married for quite some time, right? How many? 54 years, okay. You know what that's called? To death do us part. If you don't have this, you won't make it. This here. This, you'll make it. If you don't have this, you won't make it. Because Satan will get in there and he'll tear that household up. We've seen it 
in this church. We've seen it. Amen.